You're listening to Season 1, Episode 9 of Just Gals Being Pals. We're back. We're back. <laughs> and we're recording in a new house. New house. New house. Who it is? It's Caitlin's new house. Yeah. It's mine. My own. My precious. <laughs> it's a good house. Yeah, so we're doing Death in Chains, where death... Is in chains. She's kind of in manacles. Is it is it manacles if it's like is she's just clamped down to the arms of the chair? There's not even a chain. Yeah, they're just them. like they're like little secret cuffs. Mm, I feel like there's some false advertising here. It is, yeah. There's not very many. Well, no, she gets chains across her chest. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I remember them later. I was like, those are very bosom. accentuating chains. Mm-hmm. They sure are. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to say who we are. Oh yeah, I'm I'm your host Bob. I'm your other host. Spicy Caitlin, welcome to my house. Well, come on, come on in. Welcome in. I feel welcomed. Come in and sit down and watch a film with us, or perhaps an episode of Zeta, titled Death in Chains. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't get a chance to watch it, here's what happens. That segue. Yeah, tell us. We open this week on a passionate discussion between old man Sisyphus, which sounds a lot like syphilis and his busty young wife. They are visited by a lovely magic lady with a candle, whom they totally not suspiciously invite for dinner before she, Death, takes syphilis away to the dead people land. Shockingly, Death goes to toast her wine, and she gets chained to the chair, (gasps) and her magical death candle gets taken away. Oh, no. As Death asks the audience if we know what this means, we find the answer through Xena. (gasps) No one can die. No one. Oh, no one. Xena and Gabby are attacked by some losers who are otherwise unimportant, but she kills a dude and then he doesn't die. And then he and his non-dead pals gang up and try to be jerks. Don't worry about this subplot. Undead are no match for Xena. Just as we see Gabby in a new outfit with legs all the way down, the ground shakes and thunder rolls as Hades the haughty rides his chariot down to visit Xena, who apparently is a huge celebrity in the world of the gods. He's here to ask Xena for help rescuing his sister, Death, because he is well aware that if her candle burns out, Death will be gone forever and all of mankind will be doomed to suffer forever. Oh, no. We see lots of people who are sick and dying and would be dead if they're all suffering because death is missing and it sucks. While tending to the wounded, Gabby develops an uncharacteristically bad bedside manner and meets a cute dumb boy who is bound to be her new crush. She falls for him far too quickly as usual and Xena leaves her behind to flirt. While Syphilis steeples his fingers and watches Death's candle burn, Xena comes to kick his ass. He gets weirdly excited about her being there to kick his ass, but Syphilis's busty wife seems less and less cool with this plan as time goes on. While Syphilis leads Xena on a wild goose chase to distract her, Gabby's boyfriend breaks her into Syphilis's castle because I guess she thinks she really needs to tell Xena something that Xena already totally knows. Anyway... While Gabby hangs out with her crush and we are shown more and more examples of why death is so important and how shitty it would be if she's not rescued. 
As Gabby flirts even harder, we notice her boy toy seems to be having some heart palpitations and oh yeah, he's going to die. Xena is able to flip the busty wife and she, Gabby, and boy toy break death out and she fucks some shit up, calling home all those bitches and hoes who thought they were going to get away with it. Death floats around dropping bodies before nicely taking Gabby's boy toy off to the light, but not before tearful Gabby gets a goodbye. Poor Gabs. She has no luck in love, and it only gets worse. But luckily, Zena is there to provide an ample bosom to cry on. Oh, It's ample. Oh, sorry. <laughs> For a second, I thought it wasn't recording correctly, but it totally is, and everything's fine. Everything's fine. But everything's fine. Why do you ask? <laughs> Uh, so how about Gabby's legs, huh? They're uh, they do go all the way down, go all the <laughs> all way the way down, down to the ground. She's not hovering <laughs> six inches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty hot uh, though. It's a new outfit, and she's got this really cute necklace and this little wrappy shirt and the skirt that's got these like thigh slits, and she's all like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, I'm really attractive, and my legs are nice." <laughs> Although we discovered this episode and the next episode, Hooves and Harlots, were produced out of order or aired out of order. One of the two. Some kind of out of order business. Which is why she has the necklace and the skirt that she gets in the next episode already. Yes. When we watched this, we were both like, ooh, is this where she gets a new outfit? Like, ooh, this is cool. And then the next one, we're like, wait, she's getting this outfit. Yeah. So I'm confused. But that's fine. But it's fine. Pretty necklace, nice skirt tiny continuity error that only nerds on the internet care about <laughs> we'll note it but we don't care <laughs> oh no we're nerds on the internet oh shit <laughs> i enjoyed this one yeah, celesta who everyone knows is hades sister yeah totally in all the stories we mm-hmm. know about hades sister death and she she has a candle it's a magic candle i feel like I don't know. There's like a little bit of um, that beeswax candle going on that's very like earthy. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I don't know where I was going with it. I don't know either, but <laughs> I really like me. that style of candle, the like rolled up beeswaxy ones. And I like the candle holder. I was like admiring it. I love a good candle holder, as you know. Mm-hmm. I, I will defer to Caitlin in this area because she's very knowledgeable in the world of candles. I'm a woman of many candles. There's like a lot of, I was going to say used candles, but that's not correct. <laughs> they kind of are. Previously owned, yeah. rehomed yes. candles. In this house. Some of them recently belong to a dead person. I have some dead person candles. Well, that uh, ties right in to the episode. <laughs> I love at the end, though, where her candle comes back to life. It burns back up, you know. Oh, it, yeah. It gets... Zoop. It mm-hmm. becomes a grower. Reverse burns. Yes, it reverse burns. <laughs> it is. I don't. I don't it know. It becomes it's more every, turgid. Yeah, I've watched it three times, and every time I'm like, it's very satisfying. I could watch that candle just unburn itself over and over. Mm-hmm. I like it. Near the beginning, Zena is giving a guy something for his pain. She says, "Aspirin, maybe bits of tree bark, whatever that <laughs> mushroom willow tree or yeah, I don't mushrooms. Know. Who knows? Moss. Who knows what it is." She knows a lot of medicine stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Do we learn this later? Like she with like her time in China, is, is that where she learns all of the medicine and stuff, and I, she brings it back to Greece? 
I feel like we learn about it maybe later, and but not we never get a good explanation. Because mm. like the princess appellation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's like. Yeah, how she learned the nerve pinch stuff. It's kind of like it was a side note in an episode about something else. Yeah. The bad guys, though, seem to be very just like fine with being dead, but not dead. Yeah, everybody else is like, I'm suffering. I'm suffering. All the people that were in the landslide or is that what it was? Yeah, so, I don't even know. Yeah, and then the the busty wife is like, "Would you like me to give myself a mortal wound and suffer for all of time?" And the husband's like, "No, you wouldn't." And those uh, impressions are dead on, by the way. <laughs> thank you. And the bad guys are just like, "Ha! You stabbed me. This is just ironic that I'm not dead. I have no other feelings about it, and they're not in pain." They're not even being like, oh, I'm grunting through the pain. They're just like, ha ha, isn't this great? I feel like they had a moment of pain when they first got stabbed, and then everything's fine. Yeah, and then it's it's over. Whereas the good the good people of mm-hmm. the landslide are like, oh, the yeah. entire time. And what's his boy heart palpitations is all like, oh, the pain. And that old lady that was like, I died this morning. Oh, and I'm thirsty. Right. Yeah, she calls yeah. Gabrielle over. To warn her. Yeah. And she's Don't like, let me- Zena touch death. Give me water. And then nobody gives her water. <laughs> Gabrielle's too worried about running off to I tell Zena not to touch death. That she already knows. Yeah. And I like how that lady's like, it's a fucking secret not to touch death. Like, no shit. Don't touch death. <laughs> it's like saying, don't touch electricity. Fucking no shit, grandma. <laughs> what was your, what was your uh, best stunt slash costume oh, oh. my best stunt is uh okay so in one of the many scenes where she's fighting the same guy ponytail guy she throws her chakram and it like full-on becomes like a buzz saw thing and just like spins and just like, <laughs> like through a huge branch mm-hmm. does it so fast that this guy can't move out of the way of the falling branch and then he gets it falling on him, and he's like, oh, oh, my God, it's so good. The chakra. And she's probably, like, crushed some ribs, broken some ribs. Yeah. But he gets, I guess he gets away later because he shows fine. up in the yeah, castle, yeah. and he's, like, totally fine. He somehow totally fine figures out how dead. to get that branch <laughs> off of him. It's not even a whole tree. It's just a branch. It's a pretty, pretty big I branch. I mean, it was hefty. I feel like I would be pinned by it, but I'm... <laughs> You're not an I'm not undead as that undead warrior guy. Man. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, chakram buzzsaw action is mm-hmm. my best stunt. I think that means the chakram is my best stunt. The chakram. Could be. Is is nominated for best stunt in this episode. <laughs> Maybe it should be best stunt slash effect, visual effect slash costume. <laughs> <laughs> We've got this like my catch all thing. category. Yeah. It's my favorite my thing. My favorite thing. That, we could just do that. That would be. <laughs> The catch-all for all of the things we like. Shit I like. Mine was, well, later, once Gabby and Talus, I think. Gabby's boy toy. I think it was Talus. They go off to the castle, and they they end up getting separated. But the the separation occurs because they're running up this flight of stairs, and when Gabby gets to the top, Talus is behind her, and the stairs just flatten into a ramp that Talus just slides down into a tube. (laughs) 
kind of awesome. And ends up in the basement dungeons or, or whatever they are. I don't know. The castles have basements. I think it's a dungeon. I didn't know if it was like a dungeon, if it was just a space that didn't hold prisoners or whatever. I don't know. I'll have to look up my vocabulary. You can tell we've done a lot of research. On dungeons. <laughs> I would love a trap staircase in my home. The whole thing there is like, I'm totally a sucker for like hidden passages and all sorts of, you know, weird trap doors and stuff like that in a house. I I really want someday a bookcase with a hidden passage behind it yes. in the house. Yes. Got to figure that out. You could just put a bookcase in front of your bedroom door. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But then it would be like every time secret, I go though. to bed, then it's like... <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a secret. It'd be real obvious, yeah. Yeah. Mm. We need more rooms. <laughs> and I think we figured out partway through the episode that it's not really Sisyphus's time to die. It's just that he angered Zeus for some reason. He's in trouble. And so Zeus sent Celesta like, okay, go go kill this dude for me. I guess that's Zeus's version of striking you dead because like nothing's that simple. You can't just strike someone dead. You got to make drama about it because mm-hmm. it's the time of the gods and the gods are all about drama. So it's like, okay, well, I can't just strike you dead. So I got to send death to go get you. And death's like a person so that you can like you can like do all these dumb things to get in the way of my plan and mm-hmm. you can create more drama. It's like the whole point of the gods. He does have those thunderbolts that he does strike people dead with. But I mean, that's but pretty dramatic. death still has to go there and get him. I mean. Well, I suppose. Yeah. You know, theoretically, if this lady exists. If, if there is. And there's only one. <laughs> Hades' sister. And death can only death. take one person at a time, as we know, because at the end of the episode, she's like, oh, no, wait, syphilis. <laughs> It's not your turn. I have to take this here young whippersnapper with his heart palpitations first. Mm -hmm. And it's your time. It'll be your time. So I don't know if that's her being like thwarting Zeus's will. That's what I was thinking. If that's her being like, I can only do one ride at a time. (laughs) Y'all are heavy and I got to carry you. Everybody get in the car. (laughs) Get on the bus. We're going to Hades. So, yeah, that was just kind of silly. Um, I also time. I didn't realize uh, Sisyphus was such a magician either. I know he's all like, look at my smoke, right? He's and my got staff. Like, flash powder in his staff mm-hmm. and some sort of smoke bomb that he appears out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then he collapses. Uh, he disappears into the floor, mm-hmm. leaving his cloak behind. Ooh. So I don't know if like the trap door just like he just dropped through naked and <laughs> left his cloak behind. He makes some fucking crazy eyes too. His like oh, his, he does. his eyeball expressions are pretty wild. There's some good crazy eyes in this episode. Crazy eyes. I kind of looked up Sisyphus after this because I was like, is this what he was like? <laughs> because I didn't remember anything except the boulder story, which was already like his punishment from Zeus, I guess, right? Once he finally does die, then he's like, Oh, for all eternity, you're gonna push this boulder up the hill. I'm assuming that that sounds like a D- Dick Zeus move. Yeah. Apparently, he was kind of a crafty jerk, though. Sisyphus? Go, yeah, going back on uh, agreements with people and just like... Being a douche. Yeah, being real... Uh, what's the word I want? Being a Loki. <laughs> Could be. <sighs> so, yeah, he was kind of a jerk, which which made it kind of seem weird when uh, Xena said, Oh, you're, you're a good king, Sisyphus. I know. Be, be remembered that way. It's like, mm-hmm. You're a good king, except for all those times you were a dick. Maybe not. 
I did like when she first gets to the castle and there's like one guard in the middle of the hallway who's like, and then she just punches him out with one punch. Yeah. She's just like, fucking no. Nice try. No. <laughs> Not today, bitch. What else you got here? What's your, uh, oh, go ahead. I got a gals being pals moment. Do that. <laughs> So at the very end, when Xena is consoling Gabby because she's crying, because mm-hmm. she's all like, oh, my boy. <laughs> and uh, Xena, like, consoling her, Gabby's face is just, like, smashed in Xena's boobs. And Xena's just like, I got you, baby girl. <laughs> and it's so gay. It's beautiful. And mm. it's a good face smash in those boobs. It's good. Jealous of it. It was. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. A lot bit. I can... I can sympathize. Yeah. Anyway, that's my gals being pals moment. Faces right. and cleavage right together. I have a, a just gals being pals moment. I, I was thinking, so when uh, Telus gets separated from Gabby, he gets dumped down into the, the basement of the castle and ends up with Xena. So they have some little conversations and, and you know, oh, I can, I can see why Gabrielle thinks you're so special because he's very <laughs> kind and but the one thing, especially, was uh, he's like, oh, I, sh- I should have never let her come to the castle. It's all my fault. And Zena's like, no, when Gabrielle has her mindset on something, nothing can change it. You'll learn that soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yep. They, thing stands in the way of my bay. That's right. Also, when they're in the basement, Zena gets a bunch of rats dumped on her. Rats! <laughs> and she says, quote, rats. <laughs> Correct. There's a story in the Guide to the Xenoverse book about the rats that was actually dumped on Lucy Lawless. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about, oh, it's it's just going to be like cute little lab rats. It's going to be great. And then it was like these gross rats that smelled and got in her cleavage and pooped on her. (laughs) And there was lots and lots and lots of rats. And then she was in a gooey sewer thing. Yeah. And it was gooey. Oh, yeah. There was like slime in the bottom of the sewer pipe. and It looked slimy. It was harrowing. Good on you, Lucy, because (laughs) you know how to put in a good day's work. Being covered in rats and you still look beautiful. True. But But I do love her rats. Like just her face when she says that. It's pretty good. That is also the disclaimer for this oh, yeah, episode. Please. It says no jumbo-sized cocktail rats were harmed during the production of this motion picture. I want to know why they're called cocktail rats. Well, I think jumbo-sized cocktail shrimp is the reference there, but I'm not sure why. <laughs> okay, that does make sense, but I'm still really just perturbed. <laughs> By like, were they eating them? The juxtaposition of cocktail and rats. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, we had some cocktails while we were watching the rats. That's true. But I wouldn't want a rat in the cocktail. No, thank you. They have those gummy rats, but I wouldn't even eat that. Ugh. No, thanks. No, those are gross. <laughs> Bleh. Gross. Bleh. Speaking uh, of gross. Yeah, please. My quote is adorable. Gabby being Gabby. But she brings out the gross part of this um, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. says this comment about not dying. You, you know, there's, there's a high rate of infection and wounds left untreated. Right. Uh, maybe we should find you a doctor. Uh, you can't be too careful. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. It's her being her. She's just like every time she meets a dangerous situation, she's like, I got a zinger for this one. 
I don't know. I just love it. I love her comedic relief. Until her boy toy that she's known for six hours is about to die. I know. And, and then she like, just, she becomes a puddle. He's like, see you later. And she's like, no, don't take him. <laughs> he literally just says, I have to say goodbye. And then just like walks away from her. That's his him saying goodbye to her is, is I have to say goodbye. And then he just turns and walks away. <laughs> With that actually... And that's all he says. And she starts like crying and saying all this stuff. And then like only then is he like, you're going to be fine. And I'm going to be fine. Like he's not even like, I love you. Mm. Nothing. She's just like, this is a very one-sided crush. He's just like, I'm peacing out, girlfriend. And she's like, please don't be well, me. But he knew he was about to die. So that's he true. wasn't as invested, I guess. Yeah. He's like, I knew this was a one night stand. Mm. I'm peacing out. I got these palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, oh, I should have told you. I'm like, mm, I don't know. You've only known her for a few hours. I think it's okay that you didn't share your intimate health issues. <laughs> Going around being like, I'm going to die soon. I'm going to die soon to every person you meet. So it's like, just in case, I want you to be prepared. I'm going to die soon. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand his perspective. Yeah. Gabby's just like so, she's such an emotional person. Yeah. But we love it. She's so precious. And, and her legs go all the way down. <laughs> and then she hugs Zena, which we talked about. But I, I just wanted to mention, I love how awkward Zena is when dealing with Gabby hugging her. It's like, do do I put a I hand know, yeah. around? What? Mm. Yeah, she's like, what do I do? <laughs> okay, I will hold you my tiny person. <laughs> you are my tiny person. Whenever Xena does that, though, it was like mm-hmm. you know, dealing with babies. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, she's so. good at making it subtle, too, because she does a lot of it with her face. Yeah. As opposed to like just flailing her arms around. Anytime there's something mushy. Yeah. Gotta have Xena look awkward because yeah. she's the warrior princess. She does the eyes back and forth thing like, uh, what do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she figures it out. She muddles through. I think they kind of tone that down once we get out of first season. A She's little a little bit, more, yeah. little more in tune with her mushy side. Mm-hmm. A little less clueless about it. <laughs> I think that's all I have. You got anything else? No, I'm ready to uh, make some more cocktails and watch another one. All right, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more episodes, you can go to justgalsbeingpals.com or on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to Pals. And you can subscribe in iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. You'll find us there. Find us. There's a newsletter that I've been real lax on uh, catching up on, but <laughs> we've been busy. Yeah, the house almost burned down, but then it didn't. Yeah, I bought a house and then I made Bob install a bunch of things in it. There was a lot of moving. Mm-hmm. There was a fire. There was just a lot. But now we have a place to watch Xena. It's true. And also record a Xena podcast. We get to record in the same place. It's magical. <laughs> right? Same place. I was just laughing about that, that you were like, I think it was the first or second real Xena episode after we did the Herc yeah. episodes. He was like, oh, Bob and I are in the same place. It's so rare. This then, never happened. Then we've done every single episode in the same place. Welcome <laughs> to our new normal. <laughs> Bob and I are now quarantine buddies. Yep. Sure. But are. COVID-free. COVID-free quarantine. That's right. We're not like quarantining because we have COVID. Nope. Just roommating it up. Yep. No COVID here. Just Xena. 
The power of Xena. Well, I think that's it for this time. <laughs> Caitlin, say your thing. Take excellent care of yourself. Keep an emergency kit and fire extinguishers and drink water. That's all. And take naps. Do that too. Just do it all. Self-care. <laughs>